Hey, Curtis. Hey, Oz. I hear you got a movie this week. I do have a movie this week. Oz, this week, our movie marriage is The Ring meets The Frighteners and a whole lot of the never-ending story. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we're watching The Lord of the Rings Return of the King Special Edition. Hello, welcome back, listeners and viewers, to another week of Let's Talk About Flicks, that podcast you love so dearly. I'm one of your hosts, Oz. I'm the other host, Curtis. And we are back to talk about what was leading to be a pretty solid horror film. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but no, we are back to talk about um, the third of the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Return yes. of Return of the King. Lord of the Rings. To be honest, I was fully expecting two thirds of your movie marriage to be to be Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> Fellowship of the Towers. Ring. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Fellowship meets the Two Towers. Yeah. The Hobbit meets <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring meets the Two Towers. We've got <laughs> <laughs> no. We are back to talk about Return of the King. The um, uh, the movie that won every award possible. Won them all. Everyone. Uh, Won the Nobel Prize. Huh? Yeah. Won the won the Pulitzer. It won the Pinewood <laughs> Derby. Uh, it, 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 it won the NBA Most Improved Player. That's right. And Sixth Man somehow. It won, it won Sixth Man. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. Uh, this movie um, it did it all. Elijah Wood was a little comical going out there receiving his Vince Lombardi trophy. <laughs> he had the Stanley Cup in his hand. <laughs> With his big old feet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but no, we are back to talk about another movie, the fourth of five of uh, Return Month. Yes. As we are uh, air- this. We are recording this on the eve of school. For <gasps> yes. Both- yeah, for both of us tomorrow, kids are back in the building. Yeah, as, they are. As, as all of our loyal listeners and viewers know, Oz and I both work at high schools. Yep. And uh, kids are back tomorrow. They're so we're back. The boys are back up. in town. And the girls too, and yes, and, and everyone else in between. They're all they're all back tomorrow. They're all back in town because um, that's what we do in right town. We ship the kids out for the summer. It's, yep, it's like the last ten minutes of community pool. Everybody out. <laughs> it's the opposite of the end of Return of the King. Instead of yeah, yeah. shipping out from the Gray Havens, you're arriving. Exactly, or the fact that this movie includes every possible actor that happened to be in New Zealand at that time. Every, everyone, everyone from that quadrant they're of the world in. is they're in this movie. All in here and it is uh before we get there we want to give a shout out to patreon subscribers don s aaron a and mandy k thank you for your patronage uh thank you times three and you had a shout out you wanted to throw i do i i have a i have a shout at uh, <laughs> uh, again, as, as uh, staff members are coming back to the building here as, as we record in mid-August of 2023, uh, one, of, one of my school nurses, uh, Nicole C., pulled me aside and she's like, Curtis, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I found like your statement. podcast and now my husband and I are addicted to it. And I'm even oh. going back and listening to the back catalog like, oh... Nicole, you didn't just make my day. You just nope. made my everything. No kidding. Yeah, that made was my, oh. made my day. Like when you text me that, they're like, "School nurse likes our show," and she and her husband listen to. It. I'm like, "Oh, that's great. I love it." I know. I couldn't get that text out fast enough. I was just so so giddy, and I needed. To it share was. That it was you. very very positive news. Yes. So thank you for that, and welcome 
to the to the listener slash viewership. Yes. I don't know how how do, do you know how she consumes. I, um, I didn't ask. I think she, I thought I recalled her saying the word watch. Okay. So I'm assuming that she's watching us on the YouTubes right now. She probably watches while her husband streams the Spotify to. Yes, um, it, it, in surround sound. They, yeah. they watch us on YouTube. M- mute YouTube. And then and then and then stream it also from Spotify. No, yeah. nobody else in their block has internet access. No, seven point one surround sound audio. Yeah. For us. <laughs> Despite the fact we record in two channel, but don't tell them. No, so. no, it's it's still coming through. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show, Nicole and Mister C. <laughs> Mister C. Well, I don't know his name. <laughs> so. Uh, no, I. It's your movie, and uh-huh. I'm going to quickly run through our cast. Of yes, and yes, then get our, out of our, way our so Encyclopedia the, Britannica list of characters. Right, so that you can give the Sparks Notes version uh-huh. of this, Cliff Notes version <laughs> Cliff, of this Cliff. Cliff and I are going to be pals today. Right. Okay. So uh, we start with your usual. If you're unfamiliar with Lord of the Rings trilogy, now's not the best movie to start with. Uh-huh. You'd be a bit confused, but we do have our. Our um, our group here. We got Elijah Wood as Frodo Baggins, Ian McKellen as Gandalf the White, Viggo Mortensen as Aragorn, Sean Astin as Samwise Gamgee, Andy An- Academy as... Award not nominated uh, Sean Astin, I believe. Well deserved as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could argue that he is the heart and soul of the Fellowship. Yes. Um, well, it wouldn't even be an argument because we'd agree. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's a, we're, we're skipping in Stephen A. We're going to argue just for the sake of arguing. Yeah, yeah. So Andy Serkis playing Gollum and Smeagol, Billy Boyd, Dominic Moy- or Moynihan are back. Um, you know, John Reese Davies, Orlando Bloom is Legolas, Davies is Gimli, and then we got a bunch of others that aren't necessarily as major. Bernard Hills Theoden, his daughter, mm-hmm. or his, his, his niece. Aowen, played by Miranda Otto. I know one that you had your eyes fixed on for quite a while. Um, David Wenham is Faramir. Couldn't be a movie without Carl Urban. Uh, no, but, and my eyes are clearly fixed on Carl Urban. They are now, yes. He, he is a handsome man, is, I will say. I wouldn't, if I woke up tomorrow morning and, and like looked in the mirror and I looked like Carl Urban, I wouldn't be upset. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was going to be like, if I woke up and I rolled over and my wife looked like Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, we've got Carl Urban. Um, we got, um, you know, Hugo Weaving as Elrond and uh-huh. got Smith. Darwin, Kate Blanchett, uh-huh. Ian Holm, Sean, you know, Sean Bean. You got Christopher Lee, Brad Dor. Like they're all here. They're all everybody's here. here. The whole gang's here. Yeah, they're all. The boys are back. <laughs> the boys are back. In t- back in town. <laughs> <laughs> and we found our through line, Oz. Yep, and I am done because it is well, yeah, all you, my friend. Yeah, rehydrate after that, my yeah. friend. So, as uh, as I mentioned earlier, we watched the extended edition. So, uh, four and a half hours, as opposed to last week's Return to Horror High, which clocked in, I believe, under an hour and a half. Yeah. So, it is entertaining, though. Like, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be hard-pressed. Return of the King or Return to Horror High? Which one am I going to go with? One of them is on for the next day and a half. <laughs> the other one is a commercial break. Uh, yeah, which... exactly. It's a meta, meta, meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here we go. I am going to do my best to keep things tight as we run through the plot of this four and a half hour epic. Uh, we open, folks, on Smeagol and Deagle, two hobbit-like creatures. 
Uh, Deagle, uh, they're, they're fishing as they're, they're at the old watering hole. Uh, Deagle gets pulled into the water, and while he's at the basin of, of this, this uh, pond or creek or whatever that they're in, he finds the ring. These, he, these are hobbits. It was just a puddle. <laughs> it, it was a puddle from like a bear print bear yeah exactly like yeah <laughs> it's like some large dog walked through <laughs> and they went fishing and it's... <laughs> so yeah so deagle finds the ring uh he comes up with it and he kind of shows smeagle and they end up getting into a fight smeagle wants it smeagle chokes deagle to death Oz. yeah when he when he doesn't give him the ring smeagle says it's, it's my birthday and <laughs> That's his go-to every time he wants something. Every time. <laughs> no yeah, one actually knows when his birthday is. You gonna, you gonna finish a hot dog? It's my it's, birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> you want done in the bathroom? It's my birthday. Is that your new girlfriend? It's, my, ever? Ever? it's, my, it's birthday. my birthday. <laughs> sure is cold out here. Can I have your coat? It's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> you gonna finish that IV? my birthday <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh yeah so so smeagol chokes out deagle takes the ring calls us calls it his precious disappears uh we then get a little sequence of how the ring kind of corrupts smeagol he secludes himself away in a cave in the the misty mountains there oz for centuries the, yes which is where the fellowship finds him yeah in the fellowship of the ring uh, as we go through this, by the way, Oz, I'm going to say that uh, out of courtesy to uh, to your pal and mine, Stephen Colbert, I'm going to do hey. my best. <laughs> yeah, we're good pals, me and Stephen. Good, our good, good pal, Steve. Stephen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big Lord of the Rings, uh, oh, Tol- like Tolkien beyond fan. Big, like, yeah, yeah, like he his nerddom for Tolkien, like outdoes my nerddom, like for the X Men, and your <laughs> nerddom for horror, and yeah, his nerddom for Tolkien out outdoes Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so out, out of courtesy to our pal, I'm gonna do my best with all the get the pronunciations and all the the words and names and locations correct. Uh, so we cut to Sam sleeping. Uh, restless, paranoid Frodo is is awake, kind of fidgeting with the ring. Gollum is there because again, Gollum at this point in in the series is leading them to Mordor. Right. Uh, Sam remains hopeful that one day they'll make it home as he rations the Lembus bread uh, and ensures that Frodo eats because Frodo is not taking care of himself these days, Oz. No. Uh, the, lar- the larger party, made up of Aragorn, Gimli, everyone's favorite Gimli, uh, Legolas. Not my, he's not my favorite. He's not? No. no. John no. Reese Davies doesn't do it for you? Oh, I'm not saying he's bad and he's just not my favorite. No. Who, who is your favorite then? Probably Sam. Sam? Yeah. Sam is, Sam is the everyman of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. Sam a lot. Um, I, 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 I like Legolas. Like, mm-hmm. he's. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty man, also very pretty. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Still rather, in... I'd still rather look like Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah, it's it's hard to not not want to look like Carl Urban. Uh, so Aragorn, Gimli, Legolas, Gandalf the White, uh, Theoden, and Eomer go to Isengard uh, to confront the defeated Saruman. None uh, of these work as Scrabble words, by the no, way. No, no, no. They're technically not. <laughs> yeah, not dictionary not, words. Not in that dictionary. So yeah, if you try to go with with Theoden, it's just not going to work. Sorry. Uh, oh, I'm going to go Denethor down from the middle. <laughs> work. No, sorry. no, no triple word score. No, sorry. can't get triple word scores nope, for Denethor. No Denethor. Sorry. Uh, they all go to Isengard, which is where uh, th- that um, that party kind of kind of sort of ended. 
uh, near Isengard at the end of Two Towers right. at the Battle of Helm's Deep in Rohan. So they go to Isengard to confront the defeated Saruman and, and his accomplice uh, Grima, Grima Worm, Wormtongue, played by the, the indelible Brad Dorf. I love Brad Dorf. Yeah. And he's great in this this very small yes. role, but he's great oh, in yeah. it as well. Yeah. So yeah, they're so they've sequestered themselves at the top of, of his tower. Uh, this is also part of the extended edition, and yeah. I think my favorite uh, scene that they plugged back in from the extended edition. Otherwise, it kind of leaves you hanging, like you know, like what happened to Saruman. Right. So Pippin and Merry and Treebeard are all there. Uh, another John Reese Davies role, the voice yes, of Treebeard. Treebeard. Mm -hmm. uh, the latter reveals Saruman <laughs> is locked in his tower. Yeah. John Reese Davies is Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> he does the voice. Yes. John Reese Davies. He's the real tree for Treebeard. John Reese Davies as the tower. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they stretched their effects budget, so they just used a real tree for Treebeard. He was, because he was the tallest, actual tallest actor of the fellowship, yeah. you got to be the tower as well. <laughs> you're the tower. You're, you're the physical embodiment of the tree. I think we overspent with our handmade chain mail. Uh, so you're going to have yeah. to stand in here and be a tower. They just put some googly eyes on a maple. <laughs> <laughs> some pipe cleaners for, for legs. Uh, so Saruman says, uh, we're all going to die. Because he knows what Sauron's up to. Yeah. Uh, Aragorn will never be king, and he holds out the Palantir, the Seeing Stone, Oz. Um, just as Saruman is about to talk and kind of reveal Sauron's plan, an insulted Grima stabs Saruman in the back, mm. and Saruman takes a tumble off the top of the several hundred feet tall tower directly onto like this like spiked like water yeah. wheel. Yeah. One of the one of the cooler uh, death sequences, I think it. Of yeah, it really was. Like, uh, yeah, it was like Grima was the equivalent of like biting onto your fake cyanide tooth. Like, yeah, <laughs> in, in a James Bond movie, you're not revealing the the, the enemy's nope. plot. You're not doing it. You're not doing it. Uh, Pippin then picks up the Palantir, which also fell. Uh, it's taken by Gandalf for safekeeping. Because mm -hmm. he knows how uh, how dangerous the plant here is. But not before can... Gandalf calls Pippin a fool yet again. <laughs> again, yes. Oh, Gandalf yeah. really doesn't like Pippin. No, a bully. A little bit. Yeah, Gandalf's he, not he, very nice to to. No, Pippin. he's not. He's not nice to Pippin. Uh, back to uh, again. At this point, we kind of have a couple different story threads going here. Yeah. Um, so we've got Gollum and Smeagol uh, slash Smeagol talking to himself, doing the whole bit. Um, you know, is is he? Does he have dissociative identity disorder? I've, doesn't he? I've know? always, always, always enjoyed the different, like the, the the camera switch. Yeah. That Peter Jackson chose of whenever Smeagol's other, like Gollum is speaking or Smeagol is speaking, yeah. they they cut the camera like they're talking to each other. But of course, yeah. we know it's. I've always enjoyed that um, watching Gollum Smeagol converse with himself. Yeah. Sam overhears Gollum talking about killing the hobbits. Um, Frodo refuses to send Gollum away. Sam says, you've got to get rid of him. And Frodo refuses to do it. The, Frodo says we need him as a guide, but in reality, Frodo sees himself in Gollum. Oh, very much because, so. Because, you know, as, as you mentioned before, Gollum had the ring for, for centuries. And it just crippled him. And mm -hmm. he redeeming Gollum to Frodo is almost kind of like, like a redemption for himself. So. Right. Uh, back in Edoras, which is the capital of Rohan, uh, Pippin looks into the Palantir, fool of a took, uh, yeah. sees the eye, it overtakes him. P 
Pippin sees Minas Tirith, which is the capital of Gondor, the neighboring, uh, the neighboring community, the neighbor, neighboring land, burning. And Gandalf deduces that that uh, that I'm checking my notes here. That uh, sorry, Sauron deduces. Got that wrong. Uh, Sauron deduces that uh, Pippin has the ring, and that Aragorn and and men are a threat. Yes. Which kind of sets that whole thing in motion. The yeah. Fall, fall of of Gondor. Gandalf says Rohan must be ready if Gondor calls, and Theoden balks. What's Gondor ever done for us? Right. Typical, typical man. Typical man. Typical human. Gondor didn't help Rohan in the, in the past, so Gandalf's right. going to ride on his horse Shadowfax with Pippin to Minas Tirith to warn Gondor. Gandalf tells Aragorn, you're going to have to take a different path to Gondor as well on his way out. Uh, we then go up to Rivendell, Oz, uh, the the main the main home of the Alps. They got a couple different homes yeah. here in Middle Earth, but here <laughs> they got a summer home. This is yes, their they, they got a, yeah. Th- this is uh, this is main the, residence. Yeah, this is Upper Wisconsin mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. So Arwen uh, begins a travel from Rivendell to uh, to take the ships from the Grey Havens. She sees a vision of a child running to an aged Aragorn. She returns to Rivendell to confront her father Elrond. Uh, only in whispers. You're only allowed to whisper. Yeah, if you're an elf, you can't talk at, at normal. <laughs> no, no, no. It's there. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. every conversation in Rivendell <laughs> must be no higher than two decibels, maybe. <laughs> Keep it down. Nana's trying to sleep. Well, it doesn't help that they decide to have all their conversations in the library. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the the ghost librarian from yeah. Ghostbusters <laughs> is there. As well as like the giant like tentacled librarian from Monsters University. They're yeah, yeah. They're both there. They're both on staff. So and they're both shushing each other as well. Right. Uh, <laughs> Arwen asks Elrond to for, uh, forge, reforge the sword, reforge the sword of man uh, from uh, from the shards of Narsil into the great sword Enduriel. I hope I'm getting all those right, Stephen. I spot on. Yeah, Stephen uh, Colbert. Comment down below for saying these wrong. Comment below after you like and subscribe. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and subscribe and comment below. Uh, Gandalf and Pippin arrive in Minas Tirith, a city made of white stone and has several levels. I love the design of Minas Tirith. Yes. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, they talk with Lord Denethor, uh, the steward and caretaker of Gondor, because again, for centuries, Gondor has had no king because that line has been broken so he uh, just to show kind of re- where he really stands to the people and to himself uh denethor sits in this like tiny chair that's next to the throne right yeah and that <laughs> really says a lot about his character it's too. the throne sidecar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has the little goggles on the whole exactly. time <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little silk scarf <laughs> right this is my seat uh, so Gandalf and Pippin arrive, and Denethor has Boromir's horn, because again, uh, I was just doing a, a super quick recap. Right. Boromir died. He was part of the Fellowship, and he died defending Merry and Pippin. Uh, but back I'll give him that. Man, yeah. could he take an arrow? Yes, he could. Or three. Or seven. And these are all, like, forearm-thick arrows, too. Yeah, they are. It's, it's the, like a, the like a branch arrow. Yeah, the Urukai go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Denethor presumes his son is dead. Pippin confirms it. 
Uh, he died. He says he died to, to save him, or as my notes said, Boromir died to shave him and marry. <laughs> well, good job because Pippin has no facial hair. No, <laughs> he died to shave him. <laughs> <laughs> Underestimated how easy it is to get cut in half. <laughs> uh, Pippin offers his service to Gondor. Uh, Gandalf, all, all against yeah. Gandalf's wishes. Like, yeah, Gandalf, yeah, yeah. Before they walked in, Gandalf says, "Don't say anything." <laughs> right. And you Pippin being Pippin just talk. just talks. Yeah. yeah. Pippin's like, "Hey, his son's dead. <laughs> now I'll, I'll serve you." <laughs> in the extra extra extended edition, you you hear what Gandalf really says. There's a lot of a lot of four letter words. Yeah, they cut to a is, lot of eye rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of face palms from Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, Pippin was not his favorite. No, that trip to Minas Tirith had to be terrible for Gandalf, where your only your only communication is the the Hobbit you loathe. Yeah, and and and, and again, it's a ride for three days. Yeah, so, so it's just him. It's just it's just Gandalf and Pippin. Oh my! No wonder he's on Shadow Facts. Let's get this over with. Go. <laughs> oh, I'd take an eagle if I could. Let's go. <laughs> Shadowfax, can you can you ride louder? Yeah. Just, why don't you take Pippin and I'll meet you there? <laughs> Shadowfax, why don't you ride me? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll meet you there. And, and I'll, yeah, we'll we'll see you there. We'll catch up later. Um, so Gandalf says the enemy is coming. You got to light the beacons. You got you got to let Rohan know that you need help. Call for Rohan's help. You know, rally man together. Yeah. And Denethor says no. He thinks Gandalf wishes to supplant him with Aragorn. And Gandalf basically says, well, you're kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. He, said, well, he says, you're not the king. You know that throne you're not sitting in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why you're not sitting in there's it. There's a reason. My, yeah. my friend Aragorn has that. <laughs> so Pippin and uh, Gandalf kind of go outside and they take a look and... You know, there's storm clouds and lightning over Mordor that's slowly creeping towards Gondor. Again, very cool, cool oh, yeah. visuals there. In fact, the visuals in this are just amazing. Yeah. Gandalf tells Pippin about the Witch King of Angmar who cannot be killed by any man. I know. Uh, that comes up later for me. <laughs> uh, Frodo, Sam, and Gollum approach Minas Morgul, which is uh, one of the entry points into Mordor. It's kind of a big fortress yeah. that you can can go through into, into um into Mordor. Uh, let's see. The home, it's, also also, where they, it's also where they receive their Amazon deliveries. It is. It is. Yep. It's <laughs> there's a lot of contrast when the driver takes the picture on the on the doorstep yeah. there. Well, and it's easy for them to turn around. Like they were nice to have a nice big turnaround spot for these UPS trucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, also home of the Nazgul, but right outside of Minas Morgul is the Secret Stairs, Oz. Yeah. which uh, Gollum knows about, and it's kind of yeah. the, 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 the shortcut, the unseen way into Mordor. Which, you um, know, they're right there. Like, they're the secret stairs, but they, they look like stairs. They're right there. They're right there. They're, <laughs> it, not, it, they're it, not so secret if you're paying no, attention. No, not really. Uh, they're, they're pretty noticeable. Those are definitely stairs. On uh, Oz, even though uh, this was 2003, several years before superhero movies really, really kind of mm-hmm. you know, ramped in later in the decade, we get a sky beam. Yeah, we do. We get a sky beam, Oz. Mm-hmm. It goes up. Uh, Gandalf, Pippin, all of Minas Tirith sees. The Witch King emerges from Minas Morgul. Very cool sequence. Yes. Uh, uh, a legion of orcs emerge. They march towards Gondor. Uh, Sam threatens Gollum. Hey, I know you're up to no good. Questions, hey, what's in this tunnel you're leading us towards? 
Uh, under the cover of night, orcs cross the river into Gondor and attack the river city of Osgiliath, which uh, is kind of really the only last city that's yeah. be- the, between the orcs and uh, Minas Tirith. It's a suburb. It is. It's the it's the Naperville. It's the burbs of of <laughs> right. of, of Gondor. They make their way through Arlington Heights. <laughs> <laughs> if Minas Tirith is is New York City, Osgiliath is uh, is uh, what a Hoboken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it smells a lot like Hoboken. Too. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, Faramir orders a retreat to Minas Tirith after they they try to fight the orcs off, but there's just too many. They and didn't Nazgul- really try. I mean, I'm glad they didn't try very hard, but they really didn't try very hard. They like rode in and like almost like you hear the horses go like they saw how big they are. Like a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Their legs do the like the like the. Let's see. As, as Faramir's men are retreating across this huge field between Osgiliath and Minister against one of my favorite shots in the whole movie, mm-hmm. guys. Um, you know the Nazgul are just picking these. Oh yeah, off. it's They're, so it's so cool. Like you really, really get a sense. Like you guys are way out of your league with this. Yeah with this fight like yeah and, and it's yeah the nazgul riding the quote-unquote fell beasts which are ba- basically again we call them dragons they're not yeah, actually they're, dragons but whatever right. for all intents and purposes they're dragons they're tolkien's dragons <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh as they're getting picked off gandalf rides out all by himself for minas Tirith, and uh casts from his staff uh light which drives off Right, Nazgul, saving some you know Faramir and what remains of his men. That's that staff does a lot. Like I don't know why they didn't lean on the power of that staff more. Mm-hmm. Other than I know Gandalf is supposed to kind of be like impartial. Sure, <laughs> it's kind of supposed to be Sweden in this, but it's like whenever they needed to, that staff seemed to be able to save. It did. It did. It's maybe they had to put a bigger LED light bulb in there it's to you know, get off, cast off the whole army. Well, and I think it ran on D batteries, and those are hard to find. They are, especially in Minas Tirith. You yeah. Know, those, you can't just go down to, you know, the old Casey's General Store. The Radio Shack had closed just a couple of years prior, and they had that liquidation sale. And it's really a shame. Yeah, really those, stacked up on, on speaker wire, though. Yeah, the, the Hoboken residents bought all the D <laughs> batteries. Hoboken residents. <laughs> and that's just it. So we have one shot at this with the light. So I'm glad it worked. Used up the rest of the batteries. <laughs> the, the, the ever-ready batteries. On his power staff. <laughs> Farbeer tells Gandalf he's seen hobbits in Ithilien just days before because again in the two towers right runs into him yeah uh in minas Tirith, gandalf and pippin light the beacons they sneak up they defy denethor's orders they light the beacons i like officially yeah go ahead so officially calling for aid from rohan go ahead yeah i really like the scene where like gandalf's like standing watch for for pippin you know you can almost see him just like whistling as he's trying (laughs) he's like twiddling twiddling over here (laughs) (laughs) like scatting and tap dancing for attention (laughs) 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 nothing to see from the old gandalf (laughs) pippin's not climbing this tower Uh -uh. (laughs) the old sleight of hand that's right uh, and Edoras Aragorn sees the beacon, tells Theoden, who looks at, basically looks into the camera and says, Rohan will answer. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> oh man, I mean, th I finally could relax knowing that Rohan was going to come to the yes, yes, I'm the edge of my seat. Are yeah, they? How is this going to happen? <laughs> are they? Aren't they? This was really the Rachel and Ross moment <laughs> yeah. in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rohan and Minas Tirith were on a break. <laughs> yeah, Theoden and Denethor are they going to get back together here or what? Right. Are they? Are they? they have a kid together? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Uh, Theoden orders his riders to gather at Dunharo, which is like a war camp. Yeah. Uh, that they'll ride in three days after after gathering from across the land. Uh, Denethor, uh, back in Minas Tirith, screams at Faramir for not bringing him the ring, uh, and basically tells him, "I liked your dead brother Boromir more than you." Yeah. Uh, can, mm. can I drop it here? Can I do this? The wrong kid died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's pretty much what he gave him. It is. He got yeah, Dewey I, I, Cox's dad. I should have thrown Dewey Cox into the movie. Eating an extremely juicy tomato. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was shooting everywhere. That's like, the grossest really eating scene yeah. of all time. That that, that rivaled, uh, was it Monty Python and... Was it, oh, yeah. That, that's not Life of Brian. Um, meaning of Life. Monty Python, the meaning of Life. Yes. Yeah, that whole eating scene. Yeah, it's like gushers aren't even that juicy. No, <laughs> gushers. Should have switched to shark bites. He ran out of tomatoes, so he just like tips a pack of gushers into his <laughs> Puts one between his molars on the side here. <laughs> we can totally do Return of the King on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> we got a tree for tree beard. We got gushers standing in, we got in this for down. tomatoes. We, got we both were in education. I'm sure I could yeah. rather have some small kid to play, uh, yeah, to play Peter, the Hobbits. Yeah, Peter Jackson. And, and I got what studio? It was, a, it was a new line. Was it new line? Yeah, new line. Yeah. yeah. How many hundreds of millions of dollars did they pour into this? Oh, we could have done this for like 10 grand. Yeah, hundred million dollar budget on this one, but yeah, we easily could have had this. We could do it for less than ten grand. Like yeah. seriously, we need some tree branches, some gushers, and some small kids, and we've got this down. And a, bowl, a bowling ball for the plant. Yeah, here. it's like oh, I good. could pick up a key ring, and we could call it the one ring. Like whatever, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Coming oh. soon to a theater near you. Yeah, we'll get the story done in a quarter of the time. <laughs> Low budget Return of the King. That's right. <laughs> Store brand Return of the King. <laughs> this is Wish.com Return of the King. <laughs> so Denethor admits to Farmer that, yeah, I wish I could basically trade your life for Boromir's. I would rather you be dead and Boromir be back alive. Right. And, be and because I really don't like you, I'm going to send you and your men back to Osgiliath. You know, yeah. that Osgiliath that they already retreated from? Yeah, once you head Just, on back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You retreated. You go back and take that city. Yeah. Uh, very solemn music plays as Faramir and his men leave Venus Turrith and almost, and basically all die in a hail of arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just slaughtered. Uh, let's see, back to Kirith Ungul, which is this, the stairs and the tunnel and that, that whole pass yeah. into... Mordor, so they're halfway up the stairs. Gollum basically frames Sam for eating all their food. Right. He like he like they're asleep, and he you know he puts some crumbles from the lip from the Olympus bread on him, tosses it off, and oh, he's been eating all your food, Master Frodo. Um, to Sam be fair, Frodo wasn't eating it, so true. Well, if you're not, can I can I? Right. Eat <laughs> it's, my it's, my birth, it's my birthday. <laughs> You can eat that lamb's bread. Yeah, it's my birthday. Why do go finish that outside? <laughs> Double mental income. Oh, so income. 
go to the back and wash that perfume off. Right. Uh, Sam repeatedly punches Gollum. Um, and he's like speed bagging oh, him yeah. basically yeah. on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, Mike Tyson's taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> Sam offers to carry the ring for Frodo to ease the burden. Right. And of course, Gollum had been playing up on Frodo's paranoia. Like, he's yeah. going to try to take the ring. And so Frodo tells Sam to leave. Yeah. I'll you carry leave. just for a little bit. Yeah. Nope. You get out of here, Sam. Sam breaks down and just kind of just sits down and cries while Frodo and Gollum proceed. Back at Dunharu and Rohan, not enough men have arrived. He discouraged Theoden and says, we're still going to go, though. Uh, Aomer tells Mary and Aowen, his sister, you can't fight. War is the province of men. Oh, and Aowen is thirsty for Aragorn. Yes, she is. Oh, like, that, that is an understatement. Full court press. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like she starts every sentence with, is today your birthday? Like, <laughs> uh, I almost got a spit take out of me. <laughs> almost, I saw that. Um, but yeah, she is. You could tell she's related to every other man in, in, in the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all either my brother or cousins. Right. Like she even looked at Gimli for a second. Like, <laughs> I got a dwarf, I got a tree, or I got this this guy, this this hunk of man. Or, or the future of man. Like hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if he's hot for an elf. <laughs> uh Elrond surprises Aragorn. So Elrond shows up there. He took Arwen's feedback and says that, uh, as I burp into the microphone, says that <laughs> uh, my daughter Arwen's life is tied to the fate of the ring and so basically my daughter's going to die if you don't succeed. Yeah. So he gives Aragorn the reforged sword, Anduriel, and tells him, you got to take the path of the dead. You're not going with the Rohirrim. You're going this other way. It, it bothered me and this doesn't show up in my three two ones, but mm -hmm. like Elrond just like appears. Yes. This. Like, it, that's, and that's a long ways too. Yeah. Like, and it's like he never really left home much either. Like, he's like he's I, a homebody. Yeah. And it just seemed like I get the whole Arwen is dying thing. I get that, but it just like the Peter Jackson and Tolkien did an excellent job of trying to keep things from looking convenient. Mm -hmm. But, like, Elrond just showing up at the right space, at the right, like, sure. exact moment with the exact red herring needed to make yes. this movie. It's like, oh, hey, you guys you guys talking about a sword? Because you're the sword. <laughs> you need a MacGuffin? Because if I yeah. had a MacGuffin for you. It's like Beetle in Breath of the Wild whenever you need arrows. You just have to <laughs> he's, he's, he's at the stable. <laughs> there he's he always, is. Hey, Beetle, he's always there. <laughs> Yaha! <laughs> <laughs> By, by the way, Oz, I, I, that's why I referenced. Yes, it. yes. Yeah, my, my shirt, for those wa for those watching on YouTube, I'm wearing a button-down shirt that has Koroks from the last couple of Zelda Zelda games. And even uh, if you're listening on a podcast, he's still wearing it. I, I am. I have not <laughs> taken it off in the meantime, just just because you can't see me. Right. So uh, my my daughter, a huge Zelda fan, uh, sees sees me wear the shirt for the first time a couple weeks ago, and she starts calling me Korok Daddy. Oh, <laughs> which is which, what your wife calls you too. Yeah, well, it's, it was that. It's actually Korok Daddy sounds like the name of like the world's like the world's nerdiest street pimp. Oh yeah, hey, <laughs> hey girl, Korok. Hey, hey, it's Korok Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got some ear medicine if you need it. Right. <laughs> oh man. So yes, Elrond gives Aragorn Anduriel. Uh, going back to your thirsty comments, Aragorn tells Eowyn, I cannot give you what you seek. Yeah. Shot her down. Yeah. 
trying to be gentle about it. He did, and I'll give him that. But, you know, he really wasn't helping matters either. Like, she's trying to, like, saddle a horse, and he's like, let me help you. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you know you're tied to, Ar to Arwood. Like, get out of her life. Quit playing yeah. games with her heart as the back. Quit shoving your butt chin, your manly butt <laughs> right. chin right in her face. <laughs> right. She she doesn't need to see up close how stubbly your face is. Yeah. <laughs> So Aragorn takes off of the Pass of the Dead, and Legolas and Gimli go with him. Like, we've been with you this far. We're going to go with you to the end. Uh, Legolas, of course, expositions that the dead of the mountain were cursed by Isildur, one of Aragorn's uh, forebearers, for, right. fa uh, for failing to fight when called upon. Uh, a disguised Eowyn takes Merry under her cloak and rides to battle. Whispers so, to him amongst, like... Hundreds of galloping horses, <laughs> but yet very crystal clear. Yeah, <laughs> she she whispers in the highest fidelity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really kind of hitting fast forward here. So uh, Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas they end up in like these catacombs, uh, and they and the dead come out again, very Frighteners esque. That, oh, which a super fun Peter Jackson movie. Yeah, oh yeah, underrated for sure. Yes. Uh, so Aragorn confronts the dead's leaders. There's like ghost soldiers coming out of the walls. There's like skulls falling from everywhere. Yeah. Um, a very horror, horror. This is this yeah. this is one of the few scenes in the trilogy where Peter Jackson really leans into his horror upbringing. Yeah, and and it's fun. It's kind of like mm -hmm. the um, like Sam Raimi and Spider Man Two with the like the operating room scene. Yeah, yeah. When the, like, when okay. the, the, yeah, the arms are just going everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There, there's the guy I know and love. Uh -huh. Yep, there he is. Uh, Aragorn is able to command them because he's Isildur's heir. Luckily, he had that Gondor. sword. Uh huh. <laughs> they just gave him. <laughs> yeah, good thing. <laughs> it's my birthday. Uh... <laughs> Can I have that sword, Elrond? <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> they escape the cave as they as they escape uh they see like pirate ships corsairs uh coming up the river to join um to join in the the attack on Minas Tirith to join with the forces of Mordor right uh sailing against Gondor uh the dead the dead's leader then comes out and says we'll fight with you yeah we're with you yeah they they blew their first chance yeah uh <laughs> I'll just go on to this. I'm skipping around a little bit here, but whatever, just for continuity. Yeah. Uh, back to the river, Aragorn tells the Corsairs to stop, and it's just Aragorn, Gimli, I, and I, I did enjoy it. Like, yeah. halt. <laughs> <laughs> just three guys. Yeah. And uh, the Aragorn tells tells Legolas, fire a warning shot, and Gimli kind of tips his, his yeah. bow, and the arrow goes directly into, into Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, just fun, fun little you know, yeah. like direct director cameo there that uh, that that tickled my funny boat. Uh, back to Venus Turret, the forces of Sauron are descending there. There's thousands, tens of thousands yeah. of, of orcs in this huge field here. Uh, Faramir's horse comes back dragging Faramir. He's the only survivor of this charge. Luckily, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like he survived though. Another kind of horror moment here, uh, as they as the forces get close enough to Minas Tirith that, that their catapults can reach in. Yeah. They they release the prisoners, so more of Firemere's troops return. Only it's just their heads. As yeah, it's <laughs> basically cannon fodder. Like yeah, yes, almost literal cannon fodder. Yeah. Lobbing these these dead soldiers' heads yeah. over the wall. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. gross. Yeah. 
let's see. Uh, Ra Gandalf rallies the troops uh, as the sides start to exchange catapult fire. The Nazgul attack, and oh man, I, I just I love the shrieks of yes. the Nazgul as they attack and how it affects the people. It just it just paralyzes them. Well, this big battle here is it, it's very very similar to like the big battle in uh, Return of the Jedi that we were just talking about a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Like, you just sit back and you're just in awe of everything mm -hmm. going on. And this kind of has that same vibe to it. Yeah, and also similar to Return of the Jedi, there's three plot threads going yeah. through here as well. Right. You know, we, we got Frodo, Gollum, Sam. We got everything going on at Minas Tirith. And then we have Aragorn, right. who's, you know, and, and Gimli and Legolas as well. Uh, so back back to Kirith Ungul with Gollum and Frodo. They enter the cave, and again we get another horror movie moment here. Oh yeah! As <laughs> as they walk right in, and it's a spider's den, is what it is. Yeah. Gollum has led Frodo into the den of Shelob, who's basically just a giant like demon spider. And it's really gross, like yeah, very it's... very articulated spider. Like yes. Uh, great effects too, you know. This yeah, was made that's what in, I mean. Is... In the early aughts, you know, twenty years ago, this movie was released. Yeah, this and Arachnophobia do a great job with their fake spiders. Yeah, <laughs> not so much eight-legged freaks. No. <laughs> uh, Frodo's doing everything he can. Gollum is taunting him at this point, so Frodo knows that Gollum has, has set him up. Yeah. Frodo activates the light of Elendil, which is basically just like a, it's like a snow globe kind of. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> it holds it up it kind of it kind of you know the light kind of similar to Gandalf's staff in a way kind of holds yeah. off the evil uh Frodo loses the light of course because he gets stuck in some webs uh, uses his sword his sword sting to free himself but then of course as he gets freed he, he leaves sting gets stuck in there and he can't get it out right uh Gollum then attacks the unarmed Frodo on the other side of the cave says the precious made us do it as he keeps attacking Frodo Frodo says, I gotta destroy it, and eventually Gollum falls into like this big chasm as they're fighting. Yeah. Um, and that's to, the end of Gollum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's it! <laughs> <laughs> the boys are back in town. It's right. <laughs> Almost. Sam's on his way. He's on his way, yeah. Uh, Frodo tries to leave Kirith Ungol, but eventually is caught by, by Shelob. In a very, just, very chilling, suspenseful scene as yeah. You know, one of those where the audience sees what's happening, but the main uh, character doesn't, and you see uh -huh. her descending oh so quietly, and you're yeah. like, oh, it's just... You're so just yelling at Frodo, get out of there! Oh, yeah, it's such a horror movie moment, and it's yeah. so hard. Like it's Plus, it's just a gigantic detailed spider, which makes yeah. it gross. Uh-huh. Uh, and at that moment, uh, you know, Shelob has wrapped, has, has stung with, with its big stinger, stung Frodo, uh, paralyzed him, wrapped him up in webs, uh, Sam emerges. He he. Uh, after finding the discarded Lembus bread that Gollum had, had thrown out, he emerges with with the light of Elendil and with with Sting. Frodo's made, sword made record time up that up yeah that, yeah he did those stairs. <laughs> he he, he goes when he when he's uh, training. You know he goes to the local football stadium and just runs stairs. Well, he's from Philly, so he trains a lot where Rocky trained. He does. Yeah, just runs up and down the stairs. Right. Sam's from Philly, not Hoboken. <laughs> <laughs> Not Hobo East for Philly, a little further down, yeah. down the East Coast. <laughs> uh, Frodo, let's see, Sam, Sam fights off, fights off Shelob, stabs it, Shelob runs off. Uh, Frodo is is uh, <laughs> referencing another Monty Python for no, not Monty Python. I'm going to reference the Princess Bride here. Oh. Frodo, Frodo is mostly dead. Mostly dead, yes. Most mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly alive, mostly dead. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun storming the castle. He looks dead though. Yeah, he does. 
He's cocooned in webs, uh, and Sam is basically mourning Frodo at this point, and then he hears orcs coming. Mm-hmm. So Sam has to leave Frodo's purported corpse yeah. lying there. Yeah. Uh, so these these orcs run up, and Sam is in earshot, and of course we get an orc expositioning. Yeah. This, this fella ain't dead. Yeah. Shelob just paralyzed or stuck him and paralyzed him. <laughs> the the orc the orc that's listening keeps turning and looking at Sam to make sure Sam's getting it all. <laughs> you getting this? Right. Huh? Listen, Sammy. He ain't dead. <laughs> he ain't dead, Sam wise. <laughs> More like Sam stupid. <laughs> so they, they the orcs take Frodo to the Tower of Kirith Ungol. Oh, back back to Minas Tirith. Uh, we'll kind of go through the the, uh, the big battle here. The orcs have this gigantic battering ram that's like a big, like stone wolf head. Very yeah. very cool. That they use to to knock down the door. Uh, trolls pour in. The first level of Minas Tirith is overrun. Uh, the Witch King, on his fell beast, breaks Gandalf's staff, which yeah. is another extended edition moment. Uh, just as the Witch King is about to kill Gandalf, we hear. The horns of Rohan, Oz, and every time I watch this movie, I get chills at this moment. Yeah. As you know, seven thousand riders from Rohan appear on this ridge with the sun rising behind them out of the east, and Theoden is is pumping up his troops. Yeah. In a ride for ruin, and he's right, 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 yeah, tapping their swords like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, William Wallace would do. Basically, yeah. And he blows the horn and it's La Cucaracha. It's my birthday. It just strikes fear into all that hear it. Yeah. It's the cockroach! <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the meantime, in Minas Tirith, Denethor has gone crazy. Uh, he's, he's basically <laughs> yeah. take, taken Faramir's body to yeah. a pyre. Uh, it's going to burn himself in Faramir. Right. Faramir is still alive, by the Cause, way. Yeah, because <laughs> he realizes now, I'm not a good dad. No. <laughs> right? I sent my son off to die. Yeah, you specifically told him to go do that. Yes, so. you did. And you told him you didn't love him. You loved his brother more. Right, right, yeah. Wrong kid uh, died. <laughs> <laughs> wrong kid died. <laughs> uh, Gandalf and Pippin, of course, arrive and uh, and save Faramir. Denethor is still lit on fire and then runs <laughs> runs off a cliff, basically. Yeah, he basically pulls a Sauron and takes a nosedive. Yeah. Back on the field of battle, uh, oh, Ro- sorry. Yeah, uh, Ro- Rohan, uh, the the their their um, riders, they're they they are the cavalry, quite yeah. literally the cavalry. They arrive and they they tear into these orcs, Oz. Yeah, Dr- well, the, orcs dry- were, the orcs weren't ready from behind. Like that's yeah, it's one of those like when your attack is going forward and then you get, you know, you get surprised mm. <laughs> that that. Yeah, so yeah, they do. You're absolutely right. They just shred through this orc army. Yeah, uh, they're tr- they're driving them back to the river, you know, back by Osgiliath. And as they're driving these orcs off, uh, some of the the recruited men of the I think of the east uh, come come out. Uh, and it's it's got the Haradrim. I want to say are the name of the people. Uh, but they're more importantly, they're riding these gigantic ele- elephants, yes, which are yeah. like elephants, but five times as large. And yeah, they're like they're warrior. like yeah, they're like mammoths, mm-hmm. you know, with like quad tusks and yeah. really sweet. They're basically off fresh off the set of three hundred. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, and they're just tearing through yeah. the, the riders. You got like barbed wire between the tusks. Like it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very creative the way yeah. that they're filmed and, cre- and yeah. just thought up. And so they're they're taking it to the riders. Back in the field, um, the Witch King's fell beast incapacitates uh, Theoden. Uh, and of course, Eowyn steps between them. Uh, and she cuts off the fell beast's head. Uh, Mary kind of stabs the Witch King in the back, and the Witch King is like, "I am no man." And if, and we get the moment where she she peels her mask off, her helmet off, says, "I am no man," and then stabs him in the face. Yeah. And then he just he kind of shrieks and screams, and like, it was uh, it it was a little wimpy on yeah. the Witch King's part. He kind of implodes, yeah, like into himself. Uh, the the orcs who retreated to the river encounter Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. They arrive on the Corsair ships, yeah, and they're kind of like, yeah, what are, what are you three gonna do? Yeah, well, and it was kind of funny because they they see the ships coming, and again, like you've got the orcs, and Rohan shows up, and then the Oliphants show up, and then the Corsairs show up, and everybody initially is almost like, more, like there's no way we're gonna win. You know, they they see the Corsairs and they know there's more enemies and then yeah. suddenly like you said aragon legolas and gimli just like leap over the side and then <laughs> along with thousands of ghost yeah. warriors all of the ghost warriors and yes. pretty much game over yeah they take out everybody in the field the elephants the orcs yeah it's, it's i love they're, yeah they're yeah it's like just, a swarm of ants yeah basically um Theoden dies with Eowyn there. Aragorn releases the dead from their oath. They fade away. Uh, Aragorn then uses King's Foil to heal Eowyn and Merry because they, they touched the, uh, mm, right. the, the, uh, what's it, the Witch King. Yeah. So, as I take a deep breath here. No, no kidding. <laughs> and, and we're getting into Act 3 here. This was, is basically Act 3. I was just about to make a, and that yeah. wraps up Act 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're back in Kirithungle. Frodo awakes. He's surrounded by orcs. They're they're fighting over Frodo's spoils, basically. Uh, Sam approaches, and a huge fight amongst these orcs break out. And so Sam is able to kind of like sneak through, take out a couple of guys, and sneak Frodo out of there. Frodo's like, they have the ring. Yeah. And Sam's like, no, I took it off you when I thought you were dead. So he had the ring, and he technically was a ring bearer. Yeah. Frodo snatches it back, and they, they continue. Uh, another cool shot. We see the great eye like scanning. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. Up. It's so it's so cool. Like spotlighting. Yeah. It senses but can't find. Yeah. So Frodo and Sam disguise themselves as orcs in Gondor. The heroes are still hopeful that Frodo and Sam are out there, still going. But they know that in Mordor, there's thousands of orcs between Frodo and Sam and Mount Doom. How are they going to get there? Right. And so. And so Aragorn says, we're going to use ourselves as bait. We're going to draw the eye's attention. We are going to march on the Black Gate of Mordor with everything we have and distract them, distract uh, the eye. Uh, to, to help ba- to, to bait the trap, uh, Aragorn picks up the Palantir and challenges Sauron, showing him uh, Elendil's sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as the men wa- wa- march toward the Black Gate, Sam and Frodo eventually get caught up in some troops. They do eventually escape. Uh, and then we see Frodo and Sam uh, just kind of stagger, literally staggering in some cases towards Mount Doom. You know, yeah. the, the, the weight, the literal and figurative weight of, of the ring is weighing down Frodo. At the gate, Aragorn call, calls out Sauron, and we get, and again, this, in the extended edition, we get the mouth of Sauron. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. 
Very uh, Teethy-esque. Mm -hmm. Who has Frodo's Mithril shirt that they right. took off McKirth Ungle. Uh, I was, I was uh, just kind of refreshing my memory uh, while I was eating dinner on, on the main plot points, and I had never seen the person who played the Mouth of Sauron. Uh -huh. you, you'll never guess who it was. Uh, do you remember the gyro pilot from the Road Warrior? Yeah, is it him? Bruce Spence is the mouth of Sauron. I saw Bruce Spence down here in the like in uh -huh. the cast list, but I didn't put two and two together who it was. Good for him. I uh -huh. told you, I told you every available actor in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, they got them all. <laughs> <laughs> they went back to the war the road where I'm gonna I'm gonna recap one of our what a bit from one of our other episodes. <laughs> when when they had the uh, the uh, the, the set of the road warrior where, where people could pay to have have sex <laughs> on the set That's under right. a tent. <laughs> and, there, and if, if you paid enough, we'll feature you in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll pull. Well, what do you least suspect that we'll pull the blanket we'll off? Pull the sheet right off you. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise us all with the position oh! that you're in. <laughs> And that, that's how they found Bruce Spence. He, he was yeah. the, he, they try, he thought they were doing that same bit on the, on the set of Lord of the Rings. He showed up ready. In, he, actually, in that costume. They, he brought his own. He, he even brought his own blanket. He did some freaky stuff. Uh, Aragorn eventually cuts off the head of the mouth of Sauron. Says he doesn't believe Frodo's dead. Rallies the troops. Um... And, and, and basically just they, they attack the gate yeah um, Frodo passes out as they climb Mount Doom Sam puts him over his shoulder and carries him it, well carries Sam him. was a volunteer fireman in the show <laughs> so he's used to this yeah. and a professional wrestling fan <laughs> yeah so. Fireman's carry. Fireman's carry were no were nothing to Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> Put him in a helicopter spin too, and then, and then they both got dizzy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he tornado punches his friends sometimes. He did the old Roddy Piper eye poke to, 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 to Gollum. That's how we got. Yeah, that's the fight with Gollum. That's how it got started. <laughs> <laughs> he started punching him in the corner, waiting for waiting for Frodo to count to ten. <laughs> the only bunch of dead time. <laughs> listening for the, for the crowd to, to count along with. Yeah. So the men are surrounded. There's this huge fight in front of the Black Gate. Uh, the Nazgul are descending on the ma on on um, on the men. And right then, as the Nazgul are diving down, about ready to finish off the men, a moth flies in front of Gandalf. We get another one of those moments in this movie. Yeah. Us. And the eagles appear. Another one of those moments every time I watch this movie where I just get chills when the eagles descend. Right. And, um, and take out the, the Nazgul. In the meantime, Sam and Frodo are at Mount Doom. And who appears, Oz, but Gollum? Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> Liz Taylor's there. Liz Taylor's there. Summer's in Mount Doom. And... Boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cast of the Warriors. They're all there. <laughs> They're all there. Clinking the bottles and everything. Boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. It's my birthday. <laughs> uh, Frodo enters, stands on a ledge, is holding the ring on a chain. Uh, Sam yells, destroy it. What are you waiting for? Just let it go. Frodo transfixes his eyes on the ring, Oz. And he turns to Sam and says, the ring is mine. Yeah puts the ring on and disappears which immediately 
gets the eye's attention. Oh, yeah. And, and I love the reaction shot of the eye. Like, the pupil gets big, and then yeah. it's just like, oh! And then it turns from the Black Gate over to the to Mount Doom, and, and immediately you cut back to the battle at the Black Gate, and you see the Nazgul just break off from the pack yeah. and just beeline towards yeah, Mount they, Doom. It's like they, they all realize we've been had. Yeah. In the meantime, Gollum sneaks up behind Sam, hits him with a rock, uh, jumps on the invisible Frodo, uh, there's a big struggle between them. Gollum eventually bites off Frodo's finger yeah. to free the ring. Uh, Frodo fights back again, and they both take a tumble off the ledge. Gollum, with the ring in hand, falls into the lava, eventually dissolving the ring. Uh, Frodo's hanging off the ledge. Sam eventually pulls him up. Uh, the moment the ring dissolves, all the orcs at the Black Gate panic and just run away, and the eye just screams, and the Dark Tower crumbles. The eye blows up. Mount Doom erupts, and as the soldiers are cheering, and Mount Doom basically just blows up, yeah. all of Frodo's friends, and the, the, basically the Fellowship members, realize Frodo and Sam are still there, yeah. and they're probably dead. Frodo and Sam run out of, of, the, of uh, the opening in the mountain. They end up on a rock, just surrounded by lava. Just lava everywhere. Uh, another moment I just love here. Frodo Anakin talks was there too. Still, he was. Yeah, just uh, one limb left. He's there. <laughs> you know, the, the, Frodo and Sam had the high ground. Right. No, <laughs> the high ground. You I stay down the there, Andy. We're gonna stay <laughs> I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> the eagles show up. Yep. Anakin yells, "No!" no! as they leave him behind. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Frodo talks of the Shire. Sam talks of rosy cotton, ribbons in her hair, and his desire to marry her. They hug each other. Uh, we fade from black, and then as we fade back in, Gandalf, on an eagle, appears out of out of a cloud and rescues the hobbits. I bet uh, it was really hot in that lava island that they're on. I would imagine that was warm. Yeah. That was quite warm. Uh, Frodo wakes up in a bed. Gandalf is there. We get some weird slow-mo laughing. Uh, the others it, enter. It, it was weird, not uncomfortable, but just weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm really gonna speed through this yeah. part here. Um, Oz is crowned, or uh, Oz? You're Oz is crowned. Surprise, everybody! I'm Oz the is king crowned, of men. The king, king of Gondor by Gandalf. I can't even be the king of cartoons. Let's be <laughs> the king of men. Aragorn is crowned king of Gondor by by Gandalf. Oz, Oz is there. Uh, Aragorn speaks of peace. Arwen emerges. She's there. They kiss. She jumps on the bed and starts laughing with the hobbits. <laughs> in slow motion. Right. <laughs> Aragorn tells the four hobbits they bow to no one. All of Gondor bows down to the four that, hobbits. That's the scene that gets me. Yeah, every time. Them all bowing down. Yeah. Uh, the hobbits journey home. I love that. They get a scowl from the local grump. As I, know, I, lo I know. I love her. <laughs> she's one of those two, like... There's a few of these that you just feel like you've probably seen in every Peter yeah. Jackson movie. Well, and like every town has has the character, but yeah, yeah, yeah one of those actors that's in like every Peter Jackson. Yeah, movie. And like I know in Fellowship when Bilbo was trying to get away and like his cousin was hunting him down or whatever. She's she's the mother in Dead Alive. Oh yeah, and and every time mm. I see her, even You're though right, I, yep, I, yep, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad she's in this. <laughs> uh, let's see, we see. Sam eyes Rosie at the bar, goes to talk to her. We cut to Sam and Rosie's wedding. Mm -hmm. Frodo finishes Sam or finishes Bilbo's book. Gandalf takes Bilbo and the four hobbits to the Great Havens, where Bilbo, uh, Elrond, all the elves go 
on the on the um on the ships along with Frodo. Yeah. Frodo goes too. Uh, and then we end with Sam returning to the Shire, hugging his wife and two kids, says, I'm back. And that Oz is the is... return of the Sam. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Extended Edition. Yeah. Whew. Nice job, my friend. Under an hour. Yes. I was hoping to keep it even shorter than that. But... Yeah, I jumped in more than I anticipated. That's, that's fine. That, that's the bit. Sorry. At this, <laughs> at this point in the show, folks, Oz and I each give our own unique rating to the film in question. In this case, the four-and-a-half-hour Oscar-winning epic Lord of the Rings Return of the King. My friend, how would you rate this flick? Ten. Just perfect ten. Perfect ten? Yep. I'm not even going to be funny with it. Just ten. Nope, just ten. Yep. Okay. What are you giving it? I'm giving it nine-and-a-half Frodo fingers. Okay. Yeah, well, he's only got nine-and-a-half. So. Yeah, so still a great score. <laughs> yeah. Nine-and-a-half Frodo fingers. Uh, next up, folks, uh, we got outside insights. Uh, to our loyal listeners, Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs, searching for unprofessional reviews that tickle our funny bones, and we hope they tickle yours as well. Oz, what is your outside insight? I have two half-star reviews. Ooh. Okay. This first one is from Robbo on uh, Letterboxd. He gives it a half-star, but he still loves it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he says, minus four stars for the last ten minutes hammering home that Frodo and Sam aren't in love, despite everything we've seen for three movies. He gave Sam a forehead kiss. A forehead kiss. <laughs> uh, so I think Robbo loves the movie, but he realizes these two these two hobbits should be together. Uh, my second... He's, he's, he's shipping them, as he is shipping say. Them for, for sure. Uh, my second is the half-star review by... Uh, Rudra Chanchpara on Letterboxd. I think he's confused. He says, this is my review for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. If this is one of the best trilogies of all time, I don't know films or anything about cinema. No emotional connect at all. Mm. Not a single decent action sequence. Bad screenplay. No character development. Introduction of new characters in every hour. Where is the villain? Waited for him to see in the credits to where is he? Uh, I I agree, Rud Chanchpara. You don't know film or anything about it. <laughs> what what more did did Ruth Chanpara want out of the villain? Did you want to cut cut back to like like the, the like the, the tower with the great eye and have like Doc Ock arms coming out of the back? Well, he says he waiting to see him in the credits. So apparently we needed to credit whose eye it was. <laughs> <laughs> It's Marty Feldman's eye. I guess. <laughs> it's big enough. Yeah, it's, it's definitely Marty Feldman's eye. Uh, so those are my two half-star reviews of Return okay. of the King. What do you got? Uh, my outside insight is a one out of ten. I think we both were, were looking at yeah. the, the low-hanging fruit here. Uh, left in uh, December of 20, uh, 2003, so this is right after it came out. Huh. And this is left from Sveta Aniston. I think that that's Jennifer's uh, cousin. Sveta. Yeah, Sveta. Sveta Aniston. Left on my birthday, actually, in 2000. Of course it's your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> can you <laughs> leave this birthday. review? It's my birthday. Yeah. Sure, I can see why people like this movie. They are just easily pleased. They see a big battle scene, and they're happy. They see orcs, orcs, and still more orcs, and they think, wow, these orcs must be metaphors for all the bad, bad people out there on this <laughs> evil, evil planet. How deep. <laughs> what geniuses are Tolkien and Peter Jackson? They see a helicopter view of a battlefield, great graphics of a fictional city, a realistic monster spider, and they're happy. 
they see good triumph over evil, and they think that's the way it should be because, um, because it's different from real life, I guess. I guess it gives them hope. It must be great to be able to love this movie. So, Sveta Aniston only watches movies that have no hope. That's right. <laughs> hope floats is not what she wants. To no, say. no, hates hope floats. Well, hates it. Can't yeah. stand. Hope I don't floats. want a movie with any hope. Uh-uh. Also, hates the actress Hope Davis. I was gonna go there. I was like, <laughs> Can't stand Hope Davis. Stands, stands the king of stand-up comedy. Can't stand him. Hates uh-uh. Bob Hope. <laughs> Bob Hope, nope. <laughs> With or without golf club in hand. Can't stand right, can't Bob Hope. Can't do it. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, folks. It's that moment you've all been waiting for. Our signature segment, the 321, in which Oz and I each share three goods, two bads, and one huh about the film in question, The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Extended Edition. Oz, what are your three goods? Um, I'm going to keep these, like, detailed like minor but still focused um, sure. she she lob is absolutely disgusting but just an absolute great yes. character like in all three of these movies and in many 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 horror movies that i've ever seen like when i can get uncomfortable in my skin just by watching something and that's what she love does to me here yeah. not a fan of spiders uh bigger and hairier the worse um, and so when I see yeah. that, it's like, it's just a big, hairy spider, <laughs> a big hairy spider. My second is, um, Legolas's takedown of the Oliphant and everything on it, complete with the Flintstone esque like slide down the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's just that it's part of that on running joke that Gimli and Legolas have of yeah. keeping track of how many people they kill. <laughs> uh. And, uh, and so it's just, it's just it's all CGI, but it's still just fun. Um, <laughs> There's a moment in The Simpsons that that sends up that whole Flintstones opening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's uh, it's Homer is leaving work. You know, like like, like the oh, like right. when the work like horn yeah. goes off, and, and he's singing the Flintstones song. Uh, but but he's like beat the Simpsons and and, and and he like slides down like like the the cooling tower yeah. and just like drop kicks through the window of his car like into his car and just drives away. <laughs> oh, I'll check that one out. Uh, my third good is this is just um, I still feel there are certain trilogies that aren't really a trilogy. This mm. isn't a trilogy. It's three movies of one story. You and I are nerds enough to know they filmed all three of these at the same yeah. time, yada, yada, yada. But um, just so therefore this isn't your traditional trilogy where it potentially takes a step down because of time. Um, they all made it at the same time. But just an absolute, just magnificent end to this trilogy. Yeah. Uh, that's my third good is that just it wrapped it up. It didn't it didn't pale in comparison to its predecessors. It it just tied it all up. It's supposed yep. to, and uh, and that's what you want out of a story concluding movie. So, what do you got for your three goods? I'll go with the first of my goods is um, just just a moment when um, Sam has just rescued Frodo from the tower in Kirith Ungol, and Frodo takes the ring back from Sam, and just for a moment, uh, and this is just great acting on uh, Elijah Wood's part. Just for a moment, you you see on on Frodo's face, he looks like a junkie. Who's oh, like, yeah. get, who's like yeah. getting his fix? Yeah. Uh, as he takes the ring back and and put puts it back around his neck, it's just almost like, ugh. Yeah. Just like the, this, like relief on his face. So kudos to Elijah Wood for, yeah. for that. I, that scene I, right I, there. 
I second that. That is yeah, just like it's a very subtle, but yeah. Uh, my second good miniatures. This movie features lots of miniatures. Lots. I love miniatures. Like great, great miniature sets. Uh, whether it be uh, uh, what's it, Eridus or, or whatever, the 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 capital city of uh, Rohan, um, the Minas Tirith, Minas Morgul, yeah. the Black Gate. Oh, it's great. I love miniatures done right, and this movie does miniatures right. Uh, and my last one, uh, I'm just gonna say Peter Jackson. Yeah. What, what what a visionary this guy is. He he just knows how to capture moments, uh, how to frame scenes. Uh, he wanted to go big, wanted to go small, and yeah, you know, Peter Jackson just knocked it out of the park in this movie. Absolutely. And, yeah. So hey, as those were our goods. What are your two bads for Return of the King? My first one is. Um... The Aowen's "I Am No Man" takedown of the Witch King, like I, I'm. It's nothing gender based at all, sure. but it just um, it didn't even detract. It just felt like this is the most powerful ring ray there is. Like this is the guy, mm-hmm. and it's like no man can kill me. And it's like they just put so much emphasis on the fact that no man can kill me yes. that it just was like oh, it's kind of snore fest, like. There's one woman in the warrior troop, and naturally they go head to head, and naturally she's like, "I am no man," and down he goes. Like, yeah. um, it just it seemed like the blast port in the first Death Star. Like, yeah, it, was, it was a little too on the nose, a little almost. too much there. Uh, yeah. so that's my first bad. Well, I will say one of one of my alternate goods was the Witch King's mace. Oh yeah, like, when, like he gets knocked off his off his fell beast, and he takes out that gigantic mace. Yeah, that's like like the like the size of a of a small car. He's whipping around <laughs> a Kia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the hamsters are are in the t- are sitting on yeah, it like flying like everywhere. Ion on the <laughs> <laughs> a smart car. Yeah. <laughs> no, my my. <laughs> My second bad is the 47 endings to this movie. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, it's it's like a full half hour. Uh-huh. Um, you wrap it up. Oh, you saved them. All right, everybody's good. And it's like, first, we have to hit our Star Warsian. We have to see what's going on in every planet. Like, uh-huh. that's kind of how it feels. Yeah. Like, let's go here and let's go there and let's go over here. And, and it's fine. They wrap it all up. We get to see how it ends. Yeah. But um, it just never stops coming. Yeah. Um, what, what am I, yeah, one of my alternate bads uh, is the uh, is a kind of a self owned bad uh-huh. where like I, I'm getting annoyed at the false endings, yeah, and then they're at the Gray Havens and Frodo's hugging his friends goodbye, and 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 now I'm crying. It's like <laughs> I want to be mad right now, and now yeah. I'm crying. Like <laughs> cut out everything between that and now, and yeah, just because that's really the only ending we care about, yeah. and that's an ending. Even even like the other friends were like. Are there more endings? Uh, nope, nope. Frodo's leaving for real. <laughs> like surprise them. Like and uh, but yeah, it's it. That's my second bad. It's just, of course, it's not literally forty-seven endings, but it's about forty-seven minutes of endings. It feels like. Uh, what are your two bads? Uh, my two bads. I'm gonna go with uh, Stuart Townsend. Uh, was originally cast as Aragorn, and yeah. they decided at the last minute to replace him with with Viggo Mortensen because they wanted somebody who looked a little older. Good. So. Or Stuart Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> that really could have. Yeah, he's had a decent career, but uh, yeah, this movie yeah. really, really launched Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, he. I mean, he was with Aaliyah in Queen of the Damned. Yeah, that's true. So, we got that going for him. Yeah, it's like 
Because everybody's favorite vampire movie, Queen of the Damned. <laughs> Queen of the Damned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my other bad is going to be uh, Gollum body shaming Sam. Yeah. Keeps, keeps calling him the fat one. Yeah. Come on. Be Look better that. than that, Gollum. To, to you don't fair, talk about other people's bodies. To be fair, Gollum, everyone's fatter than you. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's not fair. When, when you when your diet consists of one, consists of one raw fish every other month, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all protein. Fat one. <laughs> Fat one. You should have eaten the lambus bread. <laughs> it would help you. Yeah, yeah, put some carbs in there. Yeah, yeah. get some meat back on your bones. Oh, oh yeah. good. Those good are my bad. two bads. Good bad. Yep. So hey, Oz, what's your one? Huh? Uh, why didn't they use the giant flying eagles more often? <laughs> yeah. They seem to be quite the problem solver. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where them eagles at? Yeah. Could have shaved a few hours off the trilogy <laughs> with, uh, you know, like they already had. I mean, Gandalf had them. Just, just have the eagle fly and drop the yeah. ring directly. Yeah. Loop. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's over. Like, yeah. It's like it'd be like tossing a penny into the into the fountain. Yeah. It, it's like. <laughs> You know, you you already had them. It's like yeah. it, it's like when a taxi drops you off and then you have to hail another taxi. Just get in. Just take the taxi. <laughs> exactly like that. So that's my bad. Just why didn't they use the flying eagles more often? So what's what's your bad? Oh, let's see. I'm checking mine out here. Uh, I, I gotta throw. I gotta throw. I got, I got several. Huh? What's your hunt? My, my hunt. Yeah, uh, I got a couple. Uh, I'll go with a couple alternate huzz first. Uh, in the Path of the Dead, again, this was another extended uh, extended edition moment. There's a scene where Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas are trying to get out of this room, and there's, like, skulls, like, human yeah. skulls just following everywhere. Which one of those ghost soldiers got the job of separating the skull from the rest of the body and right. collecting all the skulls yeah. together right. and then piling them up? It's it probably Bootstrap Bill. <laughs> bootstrap Bill, Legolas get over there. Add Bootstrap Bill. <laughs> Take that! Take these skulls. Put them behind that wall. I don't care what you do with the other two hundred five bones. Right? You just joined the army right before we were ghostified. Yeah. So it's your job, Private. You separate those skulls. <laughs> uh, my my second ha, my second fake ha is um, I when I saw this movie, I, I saw this movie uh, with one of my cousins. Again, I saw it several times in the theater, but I saw it uh, with my cousin Stuart one time. And I distinctly have this memory of um, Shelob goes to sting Frodo, you know, like the scene that you play yeah. you played out before. And right before Shelob plunges at Stinger into Frodo, my cousin leans over and goes, "Mithril," because Frodo has that Mithril shirt on. So where exactly did Shelob sting Frodo? The groin. <laughs> yeah. Like it, like at Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yep. shot me in the. <laughs> right. She love knows what's going on. Yeah. Oh, me thrill. But you're well, right. You're I right. mean, I guess, I guess that's one way to. Uh, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Because yeah, they because they, they take the mithril from Frodo later. Yes. Yeah. Right, right in the groin. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Bullseye. Right. At least Frodo turned around before yeah. he got. Him. Before Shelob got him. <laughs> right in the groin. Oh, that's gonna sting. <laughs> uh, my real haw is so. These are my fake haws. Uh, my real haw is the uh, the Faramir Denethor pyre scene. So. <laughs> 
like they're way like they're on the top level of Venus Terrathon, yeah. and they're like behind like the buildings, and Denethor is completely engulfed in flames, like like a Melvin's on fire from the Toxic oh, Avenger right. moment. He's completely or or like in Melvin's old school, in old school where where Will Ferrell's in that the, <laughs> in the mascot outfit is completely engulfed in yeah. flames. Yeah. And Denethor, I, he must have run a half a mile while completely on fire from behind, like these buildings, all the way down yeah. that gigantic uh, that gigantic slab that sticks Quit. out, and, and then plunges to his death. So how far? My my, my exact count is how far did Denethor run while completely on fire? As far as Uncle Rico can throw a football, <laughs> quarter mile, quarter mile. <laughs> He threw it over those mountains. He uh, did. He did throw it over the mountains. Yeah, he. Uh, this what this does predate stop, drop, and roll, though. Like Denethor uh, didn't know what to do. <laughs> they didn't have that kind of technology. He then. knew there was water somewhere at the base of that cliff, <laughs> uh, and so yeah, it, you, you're. You don't think straight when you're on fire. <laughs> when you're not just on fire, like like every part of you is engulfed. Well, it doesn't help that prior, granted, he was trying to burn himself alive, and he succeeded. Yes, um, he did. But it's like he was drenched in like the most viscous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was quite viscous. Yes, like like ten ten W forty. There was no absorbency in that <laughs> no. in that in that lubricant that he yeah had no, he, yeah he, he dumped some Pennzoil all over himself. <laughs> I don't think KY's flammable, Denethor, but you did it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so that's my ha huh? and Oz. That wraps up the Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. We are finished with episode ninety five. Wow. Yeah, well, next week, episode 96, and the final week of Return Month. Uh-huh. We will be covering an animated film. Yes. We are going to be covering, uh, I don't care what year it is, 19-something. Um, um, we're going to be covering Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Because we just gave up four and a half hours of time to this, so we're going to go with like the... Yes, we, we, needed, we needed to take it a little easy after we're that. We're going to go to the hour and change mark yes. for, for the next one. So we will be back to wrap up uh, return month with uh, Batman Batman Beyond. I always want to say Batman Begins, and I know it's not right. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Uh, we also will be unveiling September's theme, mm-hmm. uh, which will feature movie number 100 of the podcast. Yes, it will. Big, big moment. Yeah, let's talk about flicks. Yes, uh, the 100th week of the show, uh, which of course we're celebrating episode 100 when, like, literally a month later, we're hitting the two-year mark. So mm-hmm. full of celebration. Yay! Uh, yeah, we will be unveiling the new theme for September of 2023. But first, we do have to cover Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Uh, social media wise you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There is a link to Patreon down below if you'd like to join the circus of Patreon subscribers. Toss some coins into yeah. our coffers. The bearded lady, the geek, and the <laughs> freak show. I don't know. Whatever. You guys are great. We love you. Um, Korak Daddy. Yeah, Korak Daddy. <laughs> and Don S. <laughs> <laughs> the real Korak Daddy. The real Korak Daddy. <laughs> Don S. Yeah, he looks like a Korak seed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you play video games or not, Don S, but yeah. Take, take it as a compliment. I also look like a Korok team, so. Um, but yeah, that wraps up another episode of Let's Talk About Flicks. 
I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. And we'll see you guys next week with Batman Beyond Return of the Joker.